We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just let me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome back to another episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast hosted by me. I'm John Baker. And I'm Jonathan Motney. And on today's episode, we're going to take you through a game show called Supermarket Sweep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really big uh, right now because it was just put on Netflix, which is... The 1990 is, version. Exactly, which is a very exciting moment. There have been a few different versions of the show, including an, an upcoming one. So we'll... We'll kind of take you through the history a little bit. We'll probably focus mostly on the 90s version because I think that's what most of us remember. Yes. Um, it's what we're most familiar with. And uh, and we'll have some fun along the way. So uh, without too much further ado, Supermarket Sweep. Uh, it was developed uh, in, in the 1960s. It first aired in 1965. Actually, what happened was I think a, a beer company did some sort of giveaway um, where, where you won a shopping spree. Okay. And, and somebody saw that and thought it was pretty entertaining and went to, uh, this producer at, uh, talent associates, was the name of the company that produced it. Uh, this guy's, the producer there was named David Suskind. Uh, he was a big time producer and he told him about this, said, Hey, maybe there's a way to make that into a show. So, uh, David Suskind went to a guy named Jero Schnur. That's uh Do you it, have these names written down? What? Do you have these names written yeah, down? Yeah, I do. Okay. I was like but so also, impressed if you were just remembering but all But also, these I names. mean I could I could make I could have made up the name Jero Schnur right now because it's Jero Schnur. That's not a real name, I don't think. <laughs> um so Jero Schnur, who would later go on uh afterwards to to do some like directed a special in the Sistine Chapel and some ballet performances for TV. But first, uh, he, he created Supermarket Sweep, right. the game show. Um, and and the the original version of Supermarket Sweep, Sweep, it aired from 1965 to 67. It took place in actual real grocery stores. Okay. Um, like family-owned or? I guess uh, everything it, is family-owned at that point, right? Well, it was actually, it was a family-owned chain Okay. called Food Fair. Um, I think they had like 300 stores or something like that. So it was so in order to buy the food, you had to play a game where you throw a loop on top of glass bottles and that determined whether you could actually buy the food or not. Uh, no, you could also, um, shoot a water gun into a clown's mouth. Uh, and <laughs> but it was like an actual real life clown. It, yeah. <laughs> um, so food fair, um, today's episode, by the way, brought to you by food fair, yeah. uh, went out of business in the 1990s. R.I.P. So, food Fair. Um, if if you happen to be listening to this from the early '90s or earlier, mm-hmm. head to Food Fair. Um, but it was actually filmed in grocery stores in in and around the New York area, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so they did. I guess the way shows kind of worked back then is they did test shows before it actually made it onto TV. So. So kind of like pilot season, but for 
Right, but like they would do multiple episodes and just see if it was working, okay. what worked, what didn't work. I don't think it ever aired on TV or anything like that. Just a big old test. <clears throat> and um, so they they did these test shows. One thing they learned from the test show, it, it was generally husbands and wife uh, pairs okay. that competed. There were three pairs of people that competed on the mm-hmm. show kind of in every Had incarnation to, to this point. Um, and in the 60s version, it was almost always husband and wife. Because um, gay people didn't exist. Well, yeah, but I mean, there there are like friends and stuff in the '90s version that yeah, uh, they're just regular old friends um, and domestic engineers. Exactly. But um, they they did it, and there's the obviously the supermarket sweep part where you're running through the grocery store trying to get as much groceries into your cart as possible, and the issue became. Um, their research showed that women didn't like to see themselves frantically running around the grocery store. Okay. Um, it was not very ladylike. Okay. So it was kind of formatted in just what seemed like a pretty sexist way in general. <laughs> there was a there was a question and answer portion at the beginning, which the women did, and then the running around the store grabbing stuff was for the men. Okay. Um but then what also popped up during a a test filming or whatever was um this this big old guy who uh, who had a heart attack running around the store oh my gosh um which was not ideal uh wasn't what they were looking for so but this you said this was during one of the test ones this was during one of the Thank test God, ones because if that was during one of the ones that were taping they would have to throw that tape away probably yeah oh. so this guy had a heart attack so then they made it uh you had to be under 40 the man doing the sweeping okay had to be under 40 that's ageist um yes very so in those cases the the woman would have like a brother or a friend or neighbor or something like that okay. be the supermarket runner for them. So the um, woman, there was no age limit on the woman. No, you don't, you don't need to be a certain age to answer questions. You're not at high well, risk. You can't be like two. You, you okay. can't like be a two year old woman and answer questions cause you can barely talk. So okay, we'll I have sorry. to I, correct I, that part I, of the podcast. I'm sorry. You're correct. Um, you had to be older than two and less than 99. Okay. Do you remember that was on a lot of board games back in the day? It'd be like, for ages 6 to 99. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which was also kind of ageist for like 100-year-old. Yeah, if you're 100, just die already. You remember when they said that on the box? <laughs> you're you're wasting our resources. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, So, <clears throat> so th- this was kind of generally how the game show worked. It was... Basically, the beginning part was a ripoff of Price the... Pr- what the hell? The Price is Right, yeah. more or less. Um, right, sir, because some of the games are guess the price of this product. Right. Or so, it's more like guess which product is over $2 or what product's exactly. under $5. So, so in, in the 60s version, it was even more specifically like, how much do you think this costs? Uh, That's right, yeah. And, and they, I remember that they... And there was no $1 strategy right, the, because the, you had the only to get difference as close was You didn't to the, have to be over. Or yeah, you, you didn't have to stay to under. You could go over as long as you were the closest. So so there were, you know, a couple rounds of questions for these women. Basically, everybody started with a minute and 30 seconds on the clock. Right right off the bat, you had a minute 30. Every, yeah, all three teams had a minute 30 seconds for their sweep. And then each of the questions that your team got right would add time to your sweep yeah um it's usually around like 10 seconds yeah 10 or 15 seconds uh per the questions that you got right 
you would get added to your sweep. So after a few rounds of questions to the women, um, they would, some of them would have two minutes. Some of them would be dumb and stuck at a minute and a half, whatever it was. Um, those were the three-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then, so after this portion, the men would then come in with the shopping carts and they would set them loose in the grocery store. I mean, they, they would go nuts. They would fly through these. Yeah. I mean, you've only got a minute and a half depending on the intelligence of your wife. I mean, um, it's, it would look dangerous. It, it did. They would crash into each other at times, like turning the corners and things like that at full speed. Um, and also there were cameramen in the aisles chasing them down. So that added yeah. another, uh, obstacle level in the first few episodes of the, um, of the nineties revival, they had, um, market, market monsters. monsters, Yeah, <laughs> which was, it was like the, uh, the temple guard in legends of the hidden <laughs> temple. Like you'd be running through the aisle and some Dracula would just pop up and try and scare you and slow you yeah. down. Uh, they realized Which, you have a minute 30. Let them have the full minute 30. No, but what? But we got the rights to Frankenstein, so we've got to incorporate <laughs> that somehow. Uh, those didn't last long. That was uh, only a couple episodes. They, that was only they? a few episodes, and they decided the market monster was a stupid idea. Um, so It had nothing to do with the show. Everything, uh, what I like about this show is that every aspect of it, every question, it was all focused on supermarkets or, you know, this was a... A product placement wet dream. Oh God! Literally, it was all product every placement. question had something to do with specific brands too. So I like that everything fell into this theme, and that's why Market Monsters failed so miserably because it was so far out of left field and it made no sense. That's a good point. Um, so, so yeah, they they had the Market Monsters for a few episodes in the in the nineteen ninety version, but um, so in in the sixties version, the the husbands would race around. Uh, the goal was to try and accumulate as much value worth of groceries in the time limit as possible. Yeah. And as the host, uh, Bill Malone of that original version would say right before the sweep, remember, everything you sweep is yours to keep. Ooh. So this was actually real groceries that these people oh got gosh. at the end of the show. Um, and that actually influenced their casting because... They would, like we said, they would move around from grocery store to grocery store, kind of in the greater New York area. And they would do casting by looking around um, the area for people that they called happy worthies. Right. And these were people that were usually dead sprinting in other supermarkets. <laughs> and they were like, you know what? They went in with a stopwatch and, <laughs> and, and yeah. ran some drills. They had the, uh, the grocery store combine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so what would be some of the combine things? Obviously, speed running. Yeah, I mean, there's speed running. Uh, there's agility, you know, getting around yeah. obstacles and things like that. I, I feel like Wet one floors. of them would be they would they would some attach some sort of like heavy turkeys around your waist, and you had to you'd be timed. On yeah, how fast I mean, you there there down. would have to be when your cart gets heavy, that's going to slow you down. You've yeah. got to you've got to be able to do some some weight training with mm -hmm. a heavy cart, things like that. Um, so they were looking for people who. Who were happy were you know photogenic and good, would be good TV presences, but also worthy, meaning people that needed food. That uh, was a thing that, that they were was, looking. For? That was a thing that they were looking for. Oh, these people deserve these groceries that they're getting. Um, and in this original incarnation, there was no um, limit on numbers of a specific item that you can get. 
Okay. Like, you can go and get 25 turkeys if you could fit 25 turkeys in your cart and get you them can't. back to the That's loading area. That's way too many turkeys for Depends one Depends on the size of the turkey. Is this a baby turkey? <laughs> oh, yeah, I always go in to get those baby turkeys. You go to Albertsons and get a lot of baby turkeys these days? Um, Is that like... You could fit 25 of those. Yeah. But, so yeah, they were looking for happy worthies is what they called them because everything you sweep is yours to keep. And there were also some bonus items that if you got the Tootsie Roll Pops, if you were able to find the Tootsie Roll Pops and put them in your cart, you got a bonus $100 or up to like $250, I think, something along those lines. And just for context, bonus $100 is significant. Oh, yeah. Because these people at the end are doing these sweeps and they're hitting around three to like $600. Right. Like a great sweep would be like eight, $900. Yeah. So you're looking for the bonus items. Uh, you're frantically running through the store trying to get everything. And then at the end of the sweep time limit, they would, they would start it with the people who had the longest amount of time, obviously, and then kind of release the yeah. hounds based on how much time you had left. <laughs> yeah. So if you got no, two that, minutes, not the hounds, the happy worthies, the happy worthies, they would release the happy worthies. So if you got two minutes, you started 30 seconds later, the people with a minute and a half. Um, would be released to run about the store recklessly. And just for everybody listening, he didn't have that written down. He did that math in his head. Uh, you know, I got a, a 700 on the math portion of my SATs oh my back gosh. in the day. Um, but they would also set up like uh, bleachers inside the grocery store because they had live audiences inside of these real food fair grocery stores as well. Okay. So, I mean, that was weird, I thought. But... <laughs> Well, how else are you supposed to get a studio audience in there? I mean, that's true. You can't obviously. put them in the aisles. Now they're now they're All basically right. yeah. market monsters, they're... but without the monster part. Yeah, so they're in the bleachers, um, and it's all set up to where, again, um, whoever has the most value of groceries in their cart or carts at the end of the sweep is the winner, mm-hmm. and that's it. And so in this 60s version, that was basically the end of the show um it was they would do two competitions per episode which was kind of standard for game shows back in the days Mm -hmm. um it it generally wasn't just one competition like we're used to seeing uh more recently they would do two in a day and actually in this version the um the champion would stick around oh really participate again okay Uh, so it would just be two new couples so that um, wasn't that wasn't the issue, or that wasn't the thing with the '90s, right? '90s right. was always no three '90s people, was always three new, three except new for couples. like special reunion, right? Okay. Um, and so that was that was basically how this ended, and the the people with the you know highest score got that value in cash as yeah. well. The winners got it got cash plus the groceries that they swept. Um, so that was the '60s version. Um, only seven of the uh, I don't know, like four or 500 episodes from that version exist to this day. Um, Because back in the day, what TV stations would do was like, remember like in the, in the nineties when you wanted to record something onto Mm -hmm. a VHS tape yeah, and your sister would get mad because you recorded over something that that she had recorded. Mm -hmm. Um, That was just how TV stations worked back in the day. They'd be like, Oh, Hey, We've, we've got a new show we need to record. Let's just tape over this old show uh, that we don't do anymore. I mean, it's efficient. It is efficient, but then you, you lose gold, you know? I mean, so, yeah. that's a good point. So only seven episodes uh, of that version survived. 
it was revived for the Lifetime Network mm-hmm. in 1990. Also known for um, my mom's, my mom's my evil stepmom, one, two, and three. Uh huh. Um, I. Which Can't is your favorite of the, of the trilogy, by the way? Clearly the second one. And I'll tell you why. Because the first one, they were finding their footing. And they finally developed these characters. By, by the end of that movie, they were fully fleshed out. And then the second one came in. They knew that what they were going with. And I like that they all died at the end. Ah, <laughs> so, oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler all right, alert. Yeah, if, if you guys are going to watch my, my Mom's My Evil Stepmom 2, <laughs> um, just disregard what we just said. Mm-hmm. Strike that from the testimony. So 1990, it was revived. David Ruprecht was the host. Let's of talk this about version. let's talk about David Ruprecht. What do you want just to talk for about? A second. For those of you who have not seen this, and I I recommend it. It is a fun show. I, it's on Netflix. I, honestly, I scoffed at it because I was like, "This is ridiculous. This is so cheesy." And then like everything, you're like, "Okay, this is just the style of this show." David Ruprecht is introduced. After the contestants are introduced, he comes out with doing a light jog, goes to his host stand, and he looks like he looks like a kid that has dressed up for a middle school dance. So hot. <laughs> he has a ch- child's haircut, but it's gray. He's got gray hair. He's got very baggy, billowy, pleated khakis this was 1990 let's remember usually a a a harsh colored shirt Mm -hmm. and a tie that didn't really seem to match color scheme loud generally yes so it's jarring right off the bat yeah it's 90s it's early it's late 80s early 90s aesthetic i mean to a t yeah um it's exactly what you remember or you think you remembered that time Um, period looking uh, like also in this version all the contestants each couple had like a matching sweater. Yes. Uh, it just and it was just a solid color, and a uh, like a, a collared dicky. Oh, yeah. That they wore underneath it. Um, and what I learned was very I think interesting. We're the same thing. Uh, the the consolation prize for for the losers was you got to keep the sweater, but not the dicky. Yeah. Uh, you got to keep your sweater, which was like a solid purple sweater or something like that. And did you know what happened to the people who won? What do you mean? They did not get to keep their sweater. That's bullshit. They got, I guess they were like, oh, they, they got money. That's enough for them. So only the people that lost got to keep the sweater. I mean, well, the good news is you only have to uh, repurchase two new <laughs> pairs of sweaters after every episode. That's just efficient. Yeah. You will never run a game show unless you start realizing. All that, info, uh, all that money we it. sank into filming stuff. Fuck it. Let's recycle it. Sweatshirts. We're gonna buy new ones. That's, That's fine, uh, but only but only four per episode. Yeah. So this version was a little bit different. Um, it was not in a real grocery store. It was on a Hollywood studio stage. A much much smaller grocery store. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. It looked like a I mean, maybe market four aisles, maybe max. Yeah. It, it wasn't very big. It was it was fake. I mean, it was it was set up to uh, emulate a. Hughes Family Market, which okay. uh, was a, I guess, smaller chain in California. It's been bought out by Ralph's since then. Okay, but um, it was set up to emulate that, and also because it wasn't a real grocery store, the food 
was not necessarily always real. Yeah. Um, and what was real was just reused over and over. So it was like the same block of cheese <laughs> for an entire season of, of the show, just sitting in there because it was a stage. Yeah. And they'd just empty out the carts and put them back on the shelves after each episode. So this one started, uh, again, there was a live studio audience up in the bleachers. And I guess upon entry, each couple um, was given a grocery product. Okay. And the show started with a kind of Price is Right style um, announcing of who the three contestants were. And it would be like, Wolf Brand Chili, you're a contestant. And the people who had a jar of wolf brand chili would stand up and freak out and run <laughs> yeah. down to uh their podium and so that was i guess how the contestants were selected because we couldn't wait more than three seconds to get that product placement started going oh no chance i mean there were products ever at the end when you're seeing when they're tabulating the final money in the carts the carts were like just beautifully organized yeah. to where all like the tide and shout logos were perfectly mm-hmm. facing camera set up uh, beautifully. It was insane. Um, it was all product. Placement. It was one big grocery advertisement. And so, so this one was, was a little bit different. Um, it wasn't always, or even frequently husband and wives. It was, there was a lot of friends, lot of friends. brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. mothers, daughters, things along those lines in yeah. the pairs. Um, and, and the format was a little bit different. There were, uh, again, you started with a minute and a half right off the bat um and and david ruprecht would always explain it every everything he talked about seemed like he was trying so hard to to make it seem like it was just off the cuff so when he would give people time he'd be like you know what let's just do it let's just throw 130 up and it's like well hold on we know you're gonna do that i know he just had that idea uh, <laughs> every they, episode they decide every episode whether they're gonna do a minute and a half or not <laughs> And just coincidentally, every episode right. they did. Well, because David Ruprecht was a very kind, He's generous, a generous man. soul. I mean, sorry, if you read generous any, man, boy, boy if, you, that looked, if you read anything about him, uh, you'll you'll realize that he he was very generous with his time. What was what did he do that was seconds. outside of um, being generous in the show? Do you what what did he do that was in his life that was generous? Oh, um, he was on some soap operas, oh, which is very generous, generous with his to time. like. Um, housewives and things like that mm-hmm. the, the general 90s soap domestic opera audience. engineers domestic engineers um i keep saying that because that was apparently politically correct at the time nobody really said they were a that was so, mom. so that was how like a stay-at-home mom was introduced and when correct. it was like oh so you're a domestic engineer well, they would say it oh the, they'd say i'm a domestic yeah. engineer when they, he says what do you do which i laughed because i was like that's ridiculous what is that and john right away was like john is my wife she was like that's what they would call stay-at-home moms and i was like oh okay oh. do you need an engineering degree for that uh you do at they yeah <laughs> went to school for four straight years wow uh yeah i mean good for them but uh so so this this was f- uh formatted slightly differently um, there were three rounds where you were earning time at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for the first round, one of each of the couple would go away. I don't know, just off camera slightly, I presume. Yeah. Um, and they would they would kind of do uh, questions or games. Again, almost always grocery related. Um, always. With, with the three related. people that are there. And 
so one of my favorites uh, on one of the episodes that I watched, it, they were asking basically what is match the celebrity to their favorite snack. Yeah. And the way the question was introduced was, according to a recent book called Blah, 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 mm-hmm. published by the Snack Food Association, <laughs> what is Mel Gibson's favorite snack food? And there was like an answer bank. And what the fuck is and the, the answer was not association? <laughs> no, that certainly wasn't. But I, I just couldn't believe that there was there was an author of a book called the Snack Food Association. I mean, this was clearly put together by some snack food employees. Oh, it had to be. I mean, it was it was Nabisco just trying to. It was Mister Nabisco, people. and he was like Ted Nabisco. Ted Nabisco. What, um, what do you think Ted Nabisco would sound like? Ted Nabisco? Yeah. Oh, he would sound like this. I, I, I've, I've got to make some snack foods. I've got to, oh, you, do you know what Mel Gibson loves? Mel Gibson loves Cheetos. Come down and get some Cheetos <laughs> from your local food fair. Was Cheetos the answer? No, I don't remember what it was. Was it, uh, I was going to say hamburgers, but that was uh, Hasselhoff. He loved hamburgers in a drunken stupor. Was oh was oh yeah, I remember laying on the ground. His daughter recorded him or right, something. Right. Also, that I don't know if that's a snack. Um, but anyway, um, I thought I thought it was very weird where they sourced some of these questions from books by the Snack Food Association. Who's buying that book? Seems I don't suspect. know. Uh, but if you know where I can get that book, uh, send me a link because I would love it. I want to know what '90s celebrities. I uh, want snacks it on my like. coffee table immediately. <laughs> so they would ask those questions. Um, you would get time um, added again if you were like 15 seconds if you were able to get the question right. Um, but also in this version, there were mini sweeps, which was a new feature yeah. in this version where they generally they would ask a question in kind of a, a rhyming couplet. Always a rhyming couplet. Format. They loved rhyming on um, the show. So it would be something along the lines of... If you want to go out and do some mingle, then grab this pop of chips that we call, and then they'd have to buzz in and go Pringles. Um, and generally, the the questions were formatted a little bit better than that. I don't um, think so. That was pretty spot on for what it sounded you. like. Um, and they made it pretty easy. Yeah, like it and, wasn't a, a stumper. And then that person would have thirty seconds to run through the fake grocery store. And try and bring back some Pringles. Right. And if you did it in 30 seconds, you got a hundred dollar or a fifty dollar bonus. Yeah. And if you did it in 20 seconds, uh, you got a hundred dollars. And it wasn't just any box of whatever. There the, was a specially marked. It had the was, supermarket sweep logo. Yeah. On which it. was a the outline of a grocery cart, the wheels, and then like six or nine maybe squares to make it look like there's something in the cart. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was the mini sweep. So you were earning some bonus dollars that would then be added, um, to your total at the end of the main sweep. And the, the amounts of money were about the same as the sixties, sixties. It wasn't significantly different. Yeah. It was still, Uh, the bonuses were still 50 to a hundred. I think the biggest bonus was 200. I I think I saw, I think I might've seen a 250, but, oh wow. But, um, so that's huge because the the totals at the, the totals end were could still be like four hundred dollars. Yeah. So I mean that yeah that almost fifty uh, percent more than what you grabbed from the shelves. But again so, again 
he did that math without writing it down. Hey man, I don't, I don't like to brag. Wow. Um, so they, that was, that would be the first round. The second round, they would swap out, um, the people. And then these people would go off camera. It was sort of like a swinger situation. They would swap each other's couples. And, yeah. um, exactly. They had to put their keys, um, in, in the shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, whichever one you drew out, uh, asked. You had to have sex get... with on camera. Oh. Oh, they didn't? No. Hmm. Did you? I watched a different one. Okay. And I liked it. Sounds entertaining. Um, anyway, so so they would, uh, the, the second partner would, would answer a question at this point. Um, whatever. I don't know. It was some grocery stuff again. And then for the final round, both partners would be there. And there were six uh, questions that... Mm-hmm. That our boy Davy Roop would ask them, <laughs> and they would uh, between questions alternate. So they would go one person in front, one person in back, one person in front, one person in back. Yeah. Uh, who was the who was the designated answerer? And they had to do it each time. Every time an answer was uh, answered correctly, every all three of them had to switch. Yeah. Um, and so that again, these are adding fifteen seconds or whatever to your time mm-hmm. uh, for each one that you get right. And now we are. We're at the the end of the trivia portion, um, and we've got all, we've got all our times, and now each team has a designated sweeper. Can I before we go further? Can I talk yeah. about because these these happened on the commercial breaks, the teasers that they would say. Oh, this was so weird. They so when they would leave for commercial, I, mean, I guess it's pretty pretty typical. You want the viewer to come back, so you will sometimes hang a little. You know, dangling carrot, be uh-huh. like, come on back so you can figure this out. Yeah. This is an actual teaser from the first episode of the 90s. I worked on my David rubric, but it couldn't get close, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> okay, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> I've got some news for all those lobster lovers out there. It turns out that some lobsters are left-handed and others are right-handed. When we come back, I'll tell you how to spot the difference. Right. I see. I was gonna turn it off at that point. I I, I thought I was done. I I saw everything I needed to see. Hold on, lobsters are what? Right. So, but when I learned about the lobsters, I had to come back and just to, um, I don't I don't know if you've got uh, more to say about this, but I was shocked that uh, when we came back and mm-hmm. got the ex, there was like a full thirty to forty five second explanation yes. of the anatomy of lobsters. And how the, how you can tell which lobster you have is right or left handed? Like, yeah. I the answer was whatever claws bigger is the hand that they are dominant with. But he but didn't it was, say it in those five. No, of seconds. course not, because that is efficient and quick. And but also, who the fuck cares? Oh wow! So you obviously aren't a lobster lover, but well, some people uh, are. But dude. again, this is this is a grocery show. No, I, I um, agree. And so so to me, it was like, hey, here's a fun fact. Did you know that this cow had a mother that it <laughs> loved very much? <laughs> now you're eating it. Like, <laughs> that was that was what was so weird to me. You it was tore like, this family apart. I don't, I don't need to know everything about this lobster before I eat it. I will say that they got a little more, they got closer to the theme of grocery store as I watched a couple episodes, mm-hmm. but still they weren't directly related. There, yeah, it was just weird, fun facts yeah. that that they threw in there that I don't know that we needed to know at all. I think no. the teaser could have been coming up 
three people run like crazy banshees through a grocery store. Yeah. And I would continue to watch at that point. Yes. Um, so, again, this was very similar. People raced through the grocery store. There were bonus prizes in there. They tried to uh, rack up along the way. And the bonus prizes were like huge inflatable beers. Yeah, or a gigantic Kit Kat inflatable yeah. that looks like you could float on it in your pool or something. <laughs> yeah, they were uh, seriously so that big. I, I mean, I guess the point was that it was like big and bulky and you had to like take the time to do that separately. Right, as a you little bit of a sacrifice. into your cart. But there were also other things in there like if you get a pound's worth of uh, Werther's candy, um, that's a uh, hundred dollars. Yeah, and and there was like a Werther's dispenser and a little baggie that you yeah. had to pour it into and make sure you had a pound to get it back up there, or whatever, to get the bonus. Um, so they would go through trying to get bonuses, trying to get as much. In this version, you can only get five of each item. Was the other thing? Oh, I didn't know that. Um, okay. So the big like turkeys or yeah. whatever that are going to cost a lot more money, you can only max out at five of those. Um, and we keep saying turkeys because it is a clear running theme that you go for turkeys. Yeah. And people run to the meat aisle and just start dumping shit in their yeah. cart um, as quickly as possible. So again, at the end of this, they count up the value of the groceries. They add in any of the bonuses they got there as well as any of the money bonuses they got from the mini sweeps mm -hmm. earlier mm -hmm. um, and declared a winner. The difference in this one is that there's now a bonus sweep for just oh, the winning right. team. For so, 5K. Right. So the two losing teams, um, they took their sweaters and went home. <laughs> but not the dicky. Not the dicky. They returned the dicky. They took the sweater <laughs> and they went home happy. Um, but the winning team uh, to win in addition to the money that they'd earned up to that point, which could be $1,000 in some cases with the bonuses and okay, things like that yeah. I saw. They could win five thousand uh, additional dollars with the bonus sweep, and the way the bonus sweep worked was there were three items that you had sixty seconds to find in the grocery store. Yeah, but you didn't know what those items were. There was a riddle, um, and so they David, loved riddles. They and loved riddles on the show and rhymes. It was, there was almost always a rhyme. So David Ruprecht would read you the first clue. The first little riddle mm -hmm. uh, and the timer would start and you took off trying to find whatever the item you thought was the solution to that clue. Yeah. <clears throat> and and again, these weren't as easy as the mini sweeps, but they weren't They hard. weren't that they hard. They were harder though. Yeah, I mean, some of them I felt like because it was 30 years ago, <laughs> it was products that, that aren't around anymore. So I struggled to figure yeah, out what yeah. the answer was. Um but it was it was uh, a race to find that one thing. Again, it's going to have a specially uh, marked supermarket sweep logo on it yeah. because you've got to pick it up. And on the back side of that is the next clue. Um, so you find that first thing. You've got the clue to find the second thing. You've got to find the second thing. You've got the clue for the third thing. And now you've just got to pick up the third thing before the clock and, runs out yeah. and you win. By the way, I watched four episodes every single time they won. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I just watched a random smattering of episodes, and they won every single time. Oh, are you talking? We're talking about 90s version now, right? Yeah, 90s okay, version. Okay, I only saw it happen once in the... I mean, I guess I only watched two episodes. Right. But. Um, and so, I, I guess it wasn't super uncommon to win, but you won the $5,000 bonus on top of the uh, money that you previously won in the show. 
And five thousand dollars, based on these people's reactions, looked like it was four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, I mean, also inflation and whatever, like nineteen ninety. That's. But what what is? I guess that's would what, you, probably ten k. Are you so rich you wouldn't be excited to get five thousand dollars right I now? I mean, these people lost their shit. Well, they're also on TV. Yeah. You have to be. Oh, and we forgot to tell you a little uh, fake uh, or a little. Never mind. Fuck it. I said fake already. <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna make up a story? Yeah, I was gonna say they're like injected with cocaine or something. <laughs> We're gonna tell you a little fake thing here uh, that I'm making up right now. Uh huh. Um, yeah, and so I remember, I remember when this show was on, uh, watching this version. Did you at, watch it as a kid? Um, here and there, but what it, but it really brought me back to was what I was much more excited for as a kid. Um. On Nickelodeon, they would occasionally have like contests where you could win a Toys R Us shopping spree, and it was like yeah, that's five right. minutes, and it's just like kids just tearing through Toys R Us, and it was as much stuff as you could get in five minutes. You got to keep, wow. and that was like my dream. I remember like when my parents would take me to Toys R Us as a kid, like strategizing, like okay, <laughs> if I got the spree. Where am I going to start? Where, <laughs> like, what am I going to get to maximize my, like, okay, where are the Ninja Turtles action figures? Yeah. Where, where's the Legos? You know, I where was, are you starting? I mean, I, I, my strategy would be start small and then go for the bigger things. I mean, that makes sense, but, but you also got to consider but it's more the layout of the store. Yeah. Like what, what can yeah, you get yeah. to most efficiently? Um, you know, these are all things that seven year old me was kind of obsessed with. And, and like, I remember, um, the, they had video games at Toys R Us, but it was like, uh, I don't know if you remember, it was a little pocket with a sheet of paper in it that said like uh, Madden 94. And then the you had to go. The plastic thing, the separator? Yeah, yeah, it was like in that little thing. And there was little sheets of paper that said whatever the game was on it and okay. had a barcode. And you had to take it to the register oh, when you checked out and they would scan it. And then somebody would go okay. and get it because it was in, in the back or something like that. And I also remember thinking I could just like just picking up I, I would own every video game in the world It'd yeah be amazing yeah. um i never got to go on the on the toys r us uh shopping spree so i'm sorry man that's tough so toys r us if you're listening they're not because they're out of business no, there's one back in business no way yeah in pennsylvania or something i don't know so it's like the lone blockbuster yeah yeah they're they're bringing it back so toys r us if you're listening if you need promotion uh for your grand relaunch uh, and you need somebody to do a five-minute shopping spree on Nickelodeon to promote it. <laughs> I'm your guy. I um, feel like that would be popular now. Still, the the, the Toys R Us shopping spree. Getting to run through a store and steal stuff, but you know you're not really stealing it because you're allowed to. But 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 if you imagine you're stealing it, it makes it even more fun. <laughs> yeah. The thrill of that yeah. is just unbelievable. The Winona Ryder experience. Ooh, that's a, that's a good way to Was sell it. Was that 90s? That had to be 2000s, right? Uh, yeah, it must have been 2000s. Um, R.I.P. Winona. Um, I, no, she's alive. Oh, she is? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> glad to have you here with us, Winona. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, that, that was, that was kind of my dream. I feel like I kind of related to supermarket sweep in that way. That was like the kid version. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and there was a whole lot of excitement there. I also remember, uh, in, in watching, uh, in watching one of the sixties episodes the other day, something that really stood out to me as funny was when they were doing the, the, the prices, right? Ripoff portion <laughs> yeah. of the game. Uh, one of the things was. One pound of beef shin meat. 
oh. And I was kind of horrified by it because why can't I get that now? <laughs> I was upset. Did you look it up? What is it? What it sounds like? I, no, I didn't look it up because I don't do good research. Um, but it sounded ridiculous. Yes, that's disgusting. Um, and, and I couldn't believe that that was a thing that you could just buy at the, at the grocery store and that you generally knew the price of. And now let me be clear. I don't know the price of anything in the grocery store today. Yeah. Um, I would be absolutely terrible at any of these price guessing games because I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm, well, first of all, I'm not allowed to grocery shop for my house. Okay. Why is that? Because I get too much good stuff. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and break this down. What is good stuff to you? Good stuff. Um, anything on the aisle that includes like Doritos and so chips, right? Chips and cookies, cookies and other so you assorted know snack Ted Nabisco personally. Food. Ted Nabisco and I go way back. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm able to do such a good impression of him. <laughs> um, but and I'm also I'm I'm not efficient at I would be awful at the at the spree, dude, because I'm very inefficient at. We have to talk about this because I have the same exact point. I have been grocery shopping. For, I mean, since I was, you know, early 20s. I'm 34 now. And. Congratulations. Thanks. I would, I would be going up and down the same aisle over and over and over. I do it now in my real life. I don't know why I wouldn't do it. Like, I don't know what it is, but I can't just know that the same store I go to every time I go shopping, the aisle, whatever, eight is. I've been in a store before in a Kroger and I've looked up on my phone for a particular thing to and see it if tells they said you what which aisle it was on. <laughs> yes. I do that in Home Depot all the time. <laughs> okay, Home Depot a little different. Sure. The store is ridiculous. But yes, it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, so there are two things that I do wrong in the grocery store aside from buy all the biscuits. Who told product. you is this your wife was telling you that these are wrong? Oh, she she doesn't just tell me. She like physically abuses me while telling me. Oh my gosh, dude. We'll edit that part out. Um, (laughs) So one of the problems I have is that, well, I guess these are both go go very much hand in hand. I'll be walking around and I'll see cream cheese Mm. and I'll say, oh, I need bagels. But now I'm like eight aisles past the bagels when I get to the cream cheese. So now I've got to go all the way back. To the was bagels. cream cheese on your list, or you're just making a snap judgment as you walk by the cream What's cheese? What's a list? <laughs> that was a dumb question. I'm okay. sorry. Um, so, so that's that's part of the problem of my inefficiency. And again, this ties into the other thing, which is I I think the I think the grocery store should be organized completely differently. Because, for for example, I had some friends coming over, mm-hmm. and we were going to make s'mores. Okay. You know, back in your sweet fire pit out back. Yeah, we we're gonna nice. we we're gonna build a fire and make some s'mores. Okay. And so you need s'mores materials. And so I go to the grocery store and I go down an aisle. Why did you go and not like, why were you tasked with this? If you're bad at it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I, because it was a maybe. simple task. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. We need three things. <laughs> exactly. I, exactly. So this. I need graham crackers. I need marshmallows and I need uh, chocolate. Correct. And so I go down an aisle and I find the Hershey's bars sure. and like, little two little segments over in that same aisle i find marshmallows sure and so i grab both of those the things candy and, I, and sweets i aisle. put them in my little basket or whatever and now you i'm got, just 
you were using a basket for three things. Well, you never know what you're going to find along the way. <laughs> um, okay. And they, they, they offer it when you walk in. I don't want to be a dick. And They uh, offer it. You know, like, oh, you need you a car. You go to a place that has like a concierge. You that... need a car. You need a basket. Where do you shop? <laughs> not this fancy place you go to. Yeah, I guess not. You probably go to a Sam's Club. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I've got the chocolate. I've got the marshmallow. And now I'm just walking up and down this aisle looking for where the graham crackers are. Which and, usually... And I'm thinking, okay, there's chocolate, there's marshmallow. They're right by each other. Yeah. These people know that I want to make s'mores. <laughs> Clearly. This is the s'mores material aisle. Yeah. Where is the third ingredient of s'mores? Mm-hmm. It should be right here with these other s'mores ingredients. In your opinion. In just God's opinion. <laughs> fact. Factually, okay. those three things should always be together. Okay. Um. You know, peanut butter and jelly, aren't they on the same aisle? I, I don't know. I li- we're the two worst people to talk about because I no, have no sh- clue. If not, they should be. For but, all I know, the jelly is next to the turkeys. <laughs> I, I, I've watched a lot of Supermarket Sweep, and I've never seen jelly uh, next to the turkeys. Okay. So, all right. So probably maybe not. not. Um, but yeah, I it was like four aisles away with like the crackers or whatever. Okay. Um, or the cookies, maybe. Yeah, which, probably Which cookies. was a different aisle. Um but I mean, I probably spent five to 10 minutes walking up and down that one aisle, just convinced like, okay, they know I want s'mores. Yeah. Where's the last piece of the puzzle? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never seen anybody get five minutes uh, worth of time banked on supermarket sweeps. So, <laughs> so I'm screwed. Yeah, I'm, nobody's if, ever gotten five. If s'mores was a bonus uh, item, we lose. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm not good at grocery shopping. I would be terrible at this game. Yeah, um, I would be terrible at. I don't think you'd be terrible. I think you would be. I think honestly, you would have to have your wife do the sweeps. Oh, for sure. Because I feel like you're good at you're good at trivia. You're good at like you're, you're Gener- pretty good. G- general trivia, yeah, but I don't like the prices again. I, if if it's a price thing. Yeah, I, I guess you would be good on that. But the, the what about the word scramble? The, yeah, there were some word scrambles and things like that. I could probably figure that out. Yeah. I could probably you know deduce what you know Mel Gibson might be might love some Vegemite or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. So I could probably get some of that. Yeah, but I would definitely not be the sweeper. That okay. that would not be my job. Yeah. Um, but the good news is, we might have a chance to find out because Why? supermarket sweep. No, don't say it. It's coming back. What? This year. Oh, my gosh. Um, allegedly. Uh, I don't know. We've got the whole. Yeah, we'll see. The whole, if uh, anything. The whole. Mm-hmm. He who, it uh, who must not be named. Kind of gumming up the works. But it's scheduled to come back this fall at some point um, on ABC. Okay. Um, and hosted by your very favorite comedian, Leslie Jones. Not my favorite comedian. Not your favorite. Not my no. favorite comedian. No, no, no. Anybody's favorite comedian? I don't. Maybe. Is there anybody like Twitter's favorite comedian? Is no, I think like she got like abused on Twitter. Yeah, but she had you know the other half of Twitter <laughs> come to her. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean that's that's fair. The people that aren't assholes, um, yeah. racist or whatever. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I, like we we are involved with a lot of uh, comedy people. Mm-hmm. We perform comedy and things like that. I don't know anybody that has ever been like oh i really want to see that because i love leslie jones yeah but i was thinking about this 
I, you know, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Um, I do have respect because she is to date the oldest individual that's been able oh, to get yeah. on SNL, which is super hard to do as a young person, probably even harder if you're older. Right. You got um, you give up at some point, probably. It, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to like despair it. I'm thinking, no, like, for yeah, sure. No, if you haven't made it a certain point, a lot of people give up. I think that her personality would be good for game shows. Yeah, I, th- I, I think you might be right. I mean, I, she's like animated. She's loud. It's what's your favorite? What's your favorite Leslie Jones character? Is it a uh, loud, angry woman <laughs> or is it loud, angry? Woman? Well, I think my new one is going to be loud uh, game show. host. <laughs> loud game show host woman. Um, yeah, you might be right. I think um, here's the thing about Leslie Jones. Okay. Um, and obviously, we've as we mentioned, there are a bunch of uh, angry, racist people that dislike her. Sure. Um, they're. I. I I remember, so what happened was she was a writer on SNL. She was hired as a writer. Right, that was her first um, hire. And there was an episode where she uh, she did a bit on Update. She uh, talked about, I, I want to say it was something like how, how good she would have been as a slave or Correct. something like that. And I remember watching it, and it was really funny. Because she's a large woman and, yeah. you know. Yeah, I remember watching it and thinking it was really funny. It is funny. That's a um, great. That's a hilarious. Yeah, it, I I, I thought it was really funny, and so because she talked about how she would give birth to Shaq. And oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody else, some giant right dude. So I I remember thinking it was really funny, and then it was very quickly afterwards she got hired as a featured player mm-hmm. on SNL after that, and so this is why I believe that um, like Leslie Jones, even though we're kind of. Uh, ambivalent to her mm-hmm. in general is our fault. Okay. Um, and I don't just mean me and you, I mean yeah. our like society. Okay. Because I think what happened was at SNL, uh, you know, aside from Keenan who went, you know, knuckle pucked himself on to that show in like 2000 and has been there ever yeah. since. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at the time they were struggling to uh, increase their diversity. Mm-hmm, sure, there was a pretty big push. Yeah, for and it. and I think this one black woman did this one funny thing, and they were like, "All right, she's the star of the show now. Let's <laughs> this this is our key. This is this is how we get uh, the diversity points yeah. now. Let's let's push her out there. Let's push her everywhere." Um, and then she, you know, got Ghostbusters and and. Uh, a bunch of things after that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you might be right that, uh, the maybe, maybe kind of loud, excited personality is, and is perfect for, cause this is a very rambunctious game show. It's not, it's not jeopardy, you know, no. it's not millionaire. Um, it's, it's exciting. It's high energy. It is. It definitely needs to be higher and it's quick. And, and also I think she has the right humor for a game show. I don't think, that you need to be, you're not doing any edgy bits. You're not doing anything that needs to be hilarious. Do you think she'll do a lot of slave humor? I probably not. Okay. Probably not. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that she has the, that's kind of a mean way of saying like, I don't think she's very funny, but I do think she would be a good game show host with the style of humor. She's got clearly a great resume now after being on, on, SNL for so for 
for a while. How many years? Do you know how many years she was? Uh, she, she was on it for, I think she was only on it for four or five years. Okay. Because uh, she hasn't, hasn't been on it for the last couple of years. Um, so, yeah, there you have it. Uh, Leslie, we're looking forward to seeing your version of it. And as Motney said, um, his quote, you're not very funny, but this could be good. Um, <laughs> I stand by that. All right. Cool. Well, again, we'll look forward to uh, if that makes it through the coronavirus situation uh, and makes it on TV this year. Um, that is pretty much Supermarket Sweep. Anything I feel else good. You, I feel you'd like we covered everything. We covered it all. David Ruprecht, man boy, uh-huh. bad actual bad teasers, upcoming. Jeroshner. Jer- Jer- <laughs> don't forget about Jeroshner. Which is a real name. That Arguably, that is a real name. <laughs> uh, and... Get to your local food fair and pick up some beef shin meat on sale right now. God. Anyway, uh, that has been another episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast, where we talk about a different game show every single week. Uh, That was Supermarket Sweep, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.